0: What is going on, everybody? This is Rick Adams. Alongside me is my partner, Jack Ferris. This is JNR's and podcast. It's May 23rd, 2022. Tons of playoff hockey to talk about. We got Memorial Day weekend coming up. Is Jamie ever going to unblock me? We don't know, but Jack,
1: what do you think? Well, I can tell you about the hockey. I can't tell you about Jamie unblocking you. I don't really have too much info on that, but I do have info on the playoff hockey. I'm loving it. I've been, you know, this is, like you said, our favorite time of the year. Like We're hockey fans. So we love this. This is like our like our holiday, right? Yeah. Getting, you, you get back to the house. You have a little vino, maybe a few Miller lights, whatever it may be. You watch your playoff hockey. You take your notes. You watch, you know. It's, Cook some steaks. Yeah. Like we're going to do after maybe, this. Oh, yeah. Maybe you, you make a few bets, whatever it may be. But uh, no, seriously, this is a this is a really good time of year for for any hockey fan so we're pumped up we got so much to talk about it, you know it, it's almost almost overwhelming the amount of stuff you got to talk about but it's not at the same time you know every series has been in, uh interesting so um yeah we're gonna get right into it I, I'm I hope you fans have been listening and paying attention because I want you guys to be you know kind of knowing what we're talking about here when we're uh you know going through each series and whatnot so uh, we're happy to be talking to you that's for sure
0: yeah. Um. You know, we could do this every day, any day, and uh, that's why we do it. Pretty much. Uh, I know we're doing it only uh, once a week, really. But uh, you know, more to come. Uh, less games and whatnot. But there's just tons to talk about. And, and one series I want to dive in right away to is uh, Florida and Tampa, and they're live playing right now at uh, eight o four p.m. as we record this. Uh, it's the end of the first period. It is a zero zero score. Uh, pretty pretty good game so far. Of course. Florida did not score on the power play. Nope. Um mm-hmm. and that's been a big problem the whole playoffs for them. Um they're down three games. Tampa's home. That's that's a problem. They're in trouble. Florida's in big trouble. They uh they need to win tonight if if they need the
1: if they want to see any hope. Oh yeah. You know, anything. Here, uh right off the top of the head here, here's what I'm gonna say. This is Jack's bold prediction here. Nobody beats Tampa Bay. If they get, first of all, if they get past Florida, which they are, and if they get Braden Point back, they're getting it done without Braden Point, who's one of their best players and an absolute gamer. I don't see anyone beating Tampa. I and I hate to say that, because I'm my Rangers are in the playoffs right now. They're, Vasilevsky has been un-fucking-stoppable. Yeah. You can't fucking score on him. They are champions. They have depth. They have everything. Name something they don't have. Right. You know they they literally have everything. I I don't see anyone being able to beat them. I really don't. And they've proven it now. They're up three nothing against a Florida team, who numerous people picked to win the cup. Rightfully I so. Did. They have a great team. You know they have good great forwards, great defensemen. Bobrovsky. I don't think he's Vasilevsky by any means. No. That's for damn sure. Great goalie, but, but not, he's a good goal. Vasilevsky. No. Tampa. I'm pretty sure Jack Farr said at the beginning of this podcast when we created it that they were going to win the cup again for the third time. I'm pretty sure that was my pick. So yeah. you loyal listeners, if I'm wrong, you could call me out, but I am 95% sure I picked Tampa to win the cup, and I'm staying by that. Yeah. Unless of course the Rangers Fortunate. come back against Carolina, and of course I got to go with my Rangers because I love my Rangers, but I just don't see anyone better than Tampa right now. Yeah, they are I mean, playing so fucking good. And Jack Ferris called it. The bottom six is yep. gonna make the difference. They've yep. made a difference every game. The Ross Colton, Ross the Boss Colton, Nick Paul, you know, Pat Maroon, yeah. Corey Maroon Perry. The goon. Corey Perry, who was an afterthought in free mm-hmm. agency for everybody. This guy played, you know, he uh he finished up with Anaheim. After Anaheim, he goes to Montreal. Um he goes no, I'm sorry. Reverse that. He went to Dallas and played against Tampa. Remember that? In the, I do. In, in the bubble. And yeah, he was in the cup final. Right. And he was in Montreal in the cup final. Now he's in Tampa in the cup final. Not only is he in Tampa in the cup final, he's playing terrific. You know, so I, I don't know why the Rangers didn't sign him. I said that to my dad a couple of days ago. I, the Rangers should have picked this guy up a million bucks. I mean, but at the same time. Course, you said it to Mr. Ferris? Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Farris. I was telling Mr. Farris that, you know, Rangers should have picked up Corey Perry. But at the same time, Corey Perry's probably like, hey, I'll go play in Tampa for a million bucks in the nice weather. And, and no I'll, tax. No, Yeah, no state <laughs> income tax. I'll, uh, you know, collect some money and I'll uh, have a very good chance of winning a championship. So I'm sure that was his choice. He's made plenty of money already. He's signed big deals already. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, Tampa's GM is so... Freaking smart! Like they just—they just know what they're doing down there. They pluck guys out from their farm team. Ross Colton's an example. Played for the University of Vermont. Worked his way up into Syracuse, into the Tampa's farm team. They developed him. He's on fire. He looks like a serious player. Um, I mean, there's so many guys you could talk about. Anthony Cirelli. We're—we're watching the game live right now. This guy's on fire. Like he's just breaking up plays. He's shutting down Huberto and all these superstars in Florida. I mean, just wait till they get Braden Point back. I, I am I so on top of Tampa. Like, I'm, you know, it probably sa- I should be wearing a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey right now. Like, I really <laughs> should be. And I-, I hate to say that because I'm a Ranger yeah. fan, but they're they, they are really impressing me, and I you, think they're going to win a third cup. You know what it is, Jack? I- by the looks of this, them beating
0: AE. I mean, listen, the series isn't over. They- Florida has 20 shots on goal, um, Tampa Bay only has three. It looks like Florida's kind of dominating, but listen, that. You can't count out Tampa Bay, obviously. They're up 3-0 for a reason. Um, they won two Stanley Cups in a row. We know. You know. You It's no secret that they are an all-around great team. Um, but, you know, it, it's funny. They're the team to beat, you know, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning, you know, and I, I really would love to see them lose. I'm not being a hater. It's just, you know, it's like uh, it's almost like the New England Patriots in a way now, and, and I know they didn't win seven championships and whatnot, but, you know, it's uh, yeah. these guys are stacked. They are. It's no secret. We all know this. They're all around good. Between depth, goaltending, they're forwards, um, defense. You know, we don't we don't I'm not we do not not going to not name every every person. John Cooper's
1: a, a great coach, you know, yeah. it's no secret, you know. Yeah, he is. Um but um He's very calm and composed, John Cooper. You watch him, he's not freaking out, he's not flipping out, he's I feel like he's the type of guy that knows what to say at the right time and knows when not to say something and not be on his players so right. much. And, uh, you know, that's that's what you get by winning championships. You learn the uh, ins and outs of that, right?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, listen, it's... Uh, it, it's I, I really don't think that Tampa gets the brooms out tonight. I just... And, and that's my high hopes for, for Florida. Um, I think... I mean, listen, just based on how this series goes, I think... I think they I think Florida just started to play in the series tonight you know well, they, they looked flat-footed and, yeah. and uh, besides that 2-1 game that was a close game and then Nick Paul took over um you know I, I don't know man I, I just
1: well here's the thing too about late Tampa.
0: Now, I think it's too late for Florida I think yeah. they might
1: get a win or two I think I think Tampa wins though well I think anyone out there that's not like you're just your your average hockey fan that's just watching ESPN and you watching your Bostons and the New Yorks and stuff. Like, anyone that knows a lot about hockey knows how good Alexander Barkov and josé right. Huberto are. And right. they don't get talked about quiet, as man. much. They never do. It's Florida Panthers. They're not getting talked about, like, Austin Matthews and Brad Marchand and Artemi Panarin. They're not getting talked about, like, the, you know the big market superstars, right? Yeah, McDavid. But they're, McDavid, they're not getting talked about, like, McDavid, absolutely, and Dreisaitl and whoever it may be, McKinnon, but they're legit superstars. They're good fucking players, there's no doubt. Um, and that's what's impressed me even more so, that Tampa could shut them down, and it's not just Victor Hedman and Vasilevsky that's shutting them down. They're definitely part of it, but like I said, Sorelli, Paul, Colton, these guys are fucking hammering away at them. Like, they, they don't have anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're they're really shutting them down. It's impressive. T- Tampa's outplaying them. Tampa yeah. Tampa's outskating them and outplaying them. There's at, no Stanley Cup hangover for them. People say, oh, Stanley Cup yeah. hangover because they've played so much hockey. I don't see it. I don't see that much Stanley Cup hangover. I think part of that is Julian Bois, the Tampa GM, went out and made smart moves, one of them being Nick Paul. one of them being Brandon Hagel. They made, you know, they paid a hefty price for those guys. That's exactly what they needed, and he knew that. Right, and we were they're, saying that last, last uh, podcast. Yeah, you were they, saying, so what? If it wins him another cup, who cares? Those first-round picks are going to be low-end picks for Tampa because they're going to go deep in the playoffs every year for the next two years. and There's no doubt about that. And, you know, who cares? The, the, you're not going out and getting a Kucherov. You got him. You got Stamkos. You got Point. You got Hedman. You got Vasilevsky. The biggest thing is the you know having the best goaltender, which... Tampa has, in yeah. my opinion, they really do. They know they do. I think my boy Igor Shcherkin will he's, be there one he's day. Number two, but he's not Vasilevsky yet. I think and he's number two. So Breeze Bois, the GM of Tampa, he knew he identified what they needed, and that was a speedy, physical winger that could big score goals and and penalty kill and block shots. That's what you need in the playoffs. That's what he went out and got, and then he got Nick Paul, a big centerman that could play on your third, fourth line. Chip in some goals, play physical, kill penalties. He knew what the, what they needed, and then you got the guys like Calfoot, the right hand shot defenseman for Tampa. That's developed into a better player than he was last year, and he keeps developing, and he's gotten better. You know, and and McDonough just looks like he's you know, yeah. I don't know why the Rangers got rid of him. I wish the Rangers would have paid him seven million bucks because ever since he's left, he's just been. Terrific, solid, underrated. Mm-hmm. But he's not fancy like McCarr and Quinn Hughes That's and not Adam him. Fox. But That's he throws he throws hits. He makes the right play. He blocks shots. He kills penalties. He plays the right way. You know. So, Tampa is a legit championship team. Obviously, I'm not breaking news by saying that because they won two cups, but they. You know, pe- people did count them out to win a third cup. They're I like, did. I don't know. Florida's gonna beat I them. did. a lot of people said that. Not you know, not just you, Rick. I mean a lot of people said that. So I think uh it's you know, you can't count these guys out. They're too no, good. No, you can't. They're legit um, they have
0: a good mix of everything. Listen, the only thing and I don't wish this on anybody, I think the only thing is if tragedy happens, if like all their key guys get hurt. Um, maybe even if just Vasilevsky gets hurt. I I think if they stay healthy, I think they really can win it all. And and you know, my attitude wasn't like that in the last episode and whatnot. Um, you know. But uh I mean listen, and now Tampa's up 3 0. Um, you know, it, it's kinda pretty clear where they stand. Um rightfully so. So, you know, that's um
1: I mean you gotta wonder. It's too. where we're at, you know? I mean but. listen, we're watching the game right now. It's a second period, fifteen minutes left, it's zero zero. Well, let's just say Tampa wins this game and they sweep them. Like, where does Florida go from here? Because, you know, you go out, you go all in. You, you spend some picks to get guys like Ben Sherratt. You, you know, you go right. out and get, get Giroux. Cla- Claude Giroux. Yeah. God, Which I love that acquisition, but that's another guy who's been quiet. Yeah, he's been quiet. He's a guy that wanted to go to Florida. Yeah. Like, they got other right, offers. Right. And he was like, I'm going to Florida because he probably knew they had a good chance of winning a cup. And, you know, listen, rightfully so. Like, we've talked about Barkov, Huberto, Ekblad. They got a nice core there. But this just goes to prove that Tampa has that experience and, it, you know, it doesn't matter. But you got to wonder what Florida does. Like, do they re-sign Drew? Can they afford to? Do they... Does it take do, a pay cut to stay there? Yeah. Do they? Do they do something else? Do they stick with their core? I mean, listen, you see a lot of good teams that went through adversity and have won, including Tampa. Yeah. You know, they got swept by Columbus that year and then they cut, you know, so...
0: Look at Washington. like the Penguins this upcoming offseason. Not to bring up that like, you know, teams not in
1: the playoffs, but yeah.
0: player, Penguins got some uh some moves to make, man.
1: I mean, if you're a Panthers fan, I wouldn't panic. Barkov and Huberdow are still in their prime. Eckblad's still in his prime. Yeah, and prime. they're both locked up. Spencer Knight looks like he's gonna be an amazing goalie. So I think Florida Panthers in the future are gonna be a very, very, very good team forced to be reckoned with. But it's just like your Washington Capitals, look how long it took them to win. They had good teams for years. They kept getting beat, kept getting beat, and they they finally won. They kept right. the core together sometimes not panicking and, and trading away your core is the way to go. I
0: right. Think, I mean, you could, and listen, that's what Tampa did. You know, they were ready to fire Cooper and get rid of the core and part out. And then I think it was like, I remember that was getting a lot of media attention. Uh, I think it was four years back, maybe five, mm-hmm. not sure exactly the years, <laughs> but I remember before they won the, uh, you know, the 2020 cup, there was a lot of like, uh, I don't know. Okay. Is this the core? Is this the right core? Can they do this? Yeah. Um, now look, yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say is now look. You look
1: at ab- so. Look back at the you know you go back in history with with the Red Wings. You know look how long it took took them a bit to win a cup. Steve Eisenman, I don't remember what how old he was. He was definitely in his thirties. I think yeah. he was 31, 32 when he finally won a cup and that core they had there, which was a great core. Obviously, they it took them some time and you know sometimes not panicking and making panic moves and just trading guys just to trade them and get picks for future, which, you know, they're never guaranteed. Yeah. Everyone likes draft picks. If you're rebuilding and you, you got a good scouting staff, you could really right. replenish your entire farm team and, you know, you could really scout the right way and, and really stock the cupboards, I guess, with good players and good prospects. But it's not always guaranteed. Right. You know, it doesn't always happen. So, I mean, uh, I think Florida Panthers, if they lose against Tampa, whether they lose tonight or they lose in seven, I wouldn't panic. I think they got a good core. I think they could come back and, and be a good team in the next couple years for sure.
0: Yeah, it's just you know, it's just a little sad. Um that you have this great year, the president's trophy winners and whatnot, and and you lose. But again, I mean, you're losing against Tampa, the 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 two time Stanley Cup champs. You can't listen, is it sad? I can't I'm not gonna say you can't sit there and cry about it, but I'm just saying like, you know, you, you you gotta realize who you're losing to. Yeah. You know, like like think about this. Like I said in the last episode, Toronto fans are losing it. Toronto trade everybody. Do this, do that. But it's like you guys lost to to Tampa in seven.
1: Yeah. No, I take you know? Toronto so, put up a very good fight. You can't was, you can't panic. Yeah. No. You can't panic. Toronto put up a very good fight against them. I think the only difference with Toronto is they're paying so much money to just three guys. And I don't think right. Tavares, as much as he's a leader and he's a veteran. He's still a good player. He's making eleven million. And yeah. Marner's making like eleven million. Maybe they million. reconstruct his contract, maybe, you know. You, you know, got, listen. You got not- Matthew's making a lot. So like they have no space to do anything. They don't have depth. They can't like Tampa, they can't beat Tampa. They can't no. have a third line that's very good. Right. Because they don't have the cap space. Right, exactly. And that's what's hurting them. Like if you know exactly. that's right. the problem. No, you're right. Listen, if
0: they were able to get a guy like Nick Paul on Toronto, I think it's a different story. And
1: Alex Killorn, yeah, court, like right. guys, yeah. Like these yeah. guys, like
0: Kalorn, like come on.
1: Cirelli. Guy who puts the puck in the
0: net. They he's can't a afford a big boy. He, yeah. he, you know, nobody's pushing him
1: around. They can't nobody's afford Sorelli. and part of the great thing about Tampa is that, you know, Tampa and Toronto is a huge tax difference. So if Anthony Sorelli was playing in Toronto, you know, I forgot what he's making, four point seven or four point eight million I I think a year he would probably need like five and a half, six, right? And they all have the same cap, but the difference is the taxes. Oh, yeah, to if get him into... Yes, I know if what you're saying. making yep. If you're making yep. $4 million in Tampa, you're keeping way more of your money than if you're making $4 million in Toronto. Right, that's right. No, absolutely. So um, I don't blame any of these players for going out and getting their money, but I think that's part of the problem in Toronto is because you got three guys making a big chunk of the money that there's only so much money to go around, and they can't fill out their third and fourth lines and their third D-pairing with very solid players. Or, you know, because it's going to be young players or guys that are on, you know, like, they just don't have the money. They spent a shit ton of money on Matthews, Marner, Tavares. You know, Nylander makes like 7000000 million. He's been great, I think. Like, right. people say he doesn't play hard and stuff, but he's, he's skilled, he's scoring goals, he's right. consistent, you know, every game. But, um... You know, not to go on a tangent about Toronto here and go off topic, but um, that's my issue with Toronto is that they've they got three guys tying up all the money, and they need to kind of
0: right. listen. I saw a poll recently. I don't know if it was on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it was, but um, you know, it was like uh, you know one of the hockey pages I follow, maybe the Hockey Opinion, or you know, one of the one of those pages, and it was like, what should the Leafs do? Keep the core, run it back, and get some depth. Uh, trade one of the key guys. And and again, not not to go crazy into off season and about Toronto and whatnot. And I know I said it last last episode, but I really think they should keep it one more year if they could fit in a guy. Maybe reconstruct somebody's contract, whatever they got to do to free up cap. Maybe get a Nick Paul type of player, Ross Colton type of player, um, even like a prime Matt Martin type of player. I know they had Martin before, but I think that they could fix their bottom six. I I, I don't know. I. I don't know. That might be the difference maker. That might be. You know, listen, obvi- oh man, folks. Tampa Bay Lightning just scored. And and Florida has just completely outshot the Tampa Bay Lightning. And um My boy Alex Kaloran. Just talking devil. about him. Folks, I I Folks, the <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning have one goal on seven shots. Um You know, you, they just showed a replay of Florida hitting a double post, and and I don't even want to br- blame puck luck, but th- this is just absurd, folks. I mean, just going going by shots alone, you could tell that uh that Florida is just outplaying them. Um, you know, a, a, a double screen. It looked like from from uh, from in front there. Oh, it was a deflection. I'm sorry, folks. Sergeyev. Took a slapper from the point, and you see Kalorn tip it in, or it's deflection goes off him. Um, those are the
1: goals. Those, those are
0: play. the goals. That's those puck play. luck, folks. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I'm not being biased. Maybe I, maybe risky Rick is being a little bit biased, but uh, oh my goodness, man. There's
1: another guy, Andre Pauw. That you don't think. That's about
0: a, You know what? You're right. That is another guy, who I actually thought they were gonna let uh, him go to Seattle instead of Yanni Gord. Honestly.
1: That's another, another thing. thing. Yeah. They had Gianni Bort too. They did. And, and he's that type of player. And like, I feel like, you know, Ross Colton kind of stepped in and replaced him in a sense. Right. And I feel like uh, he's done a great job at that, in my opinion. Fuck I yeah. think he's one of the that fucking, is. like, he's just done his job, every, night in and night out. Like, right. You know, he's done what he's supposed to do. And then you, you know, you get rid of uh, Coleman and right. Goodrow, Barkley Goodrow on the Rangers. But, like, yeah, you got Colton, who stepped right in and done his job, kind of replacing Gord. And then you go out and acquire Nick Paul and Brandon Hagel to kind of replace Coleman and Goodrow. That's, you know, Breeze Bois, like I said, knew what he needed. He needed to recreate that third line because he already has two good second lines. You know, so.
0: Folks, they're going to a coach's challenge for a missed game stoppage. Um, you might as well, right? If the if the coach did see something, you know why not take a shot at it? Because uh, for them to get the go ahead goal here, this could be a big momentum shift. Who knows? For all we know, this could be the deciding factor of the game. And listen, I'm not counting Tampa out over a fucking. Were they saying it's out of play? I don't know exactly because I wasn't keeping my eyes on the screen. We were we was looking up uh, looking up some stats here, the but.
1: Saying it's out of play, but.
0: I can't tell by what by this replay, but um, you know.
1: Let's see this right here. I don't know. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I, I. don't think I hit the netting. I don't think so either. Honestly, I don't know, folks. We'll we'll keep you updated. Even though by the time you listen to this, uh, you'll know the outcome of the game. But uh, yeah, um, listen, folks. We're gonna we're gonna see. I think we're I think we're gonna see a better Stanley Cup final than last year's. Um, last year's was really shitty, I'm sorry. No offense, Montreal, but, um, I, I thought, uh, I really thought it was just not fun to watch, and I wasn't even being salty because the Highlanders lost, but, um, you know, I, I just don't think that it was a, a good Stanley Cup final in previous years and whatnot, so, um, I, I, I'm just excited to see a really good Stanley Cup final. Absolutely. Regardless, even if Tampa wins it, as much as I don't want them to. Um, but it's gonna be good hockey, Non-stop playoffs. It's been good hockey, and and that's what I'm
1: here for is for good hockey. So, hundred percent, Rick. I mean, it doesn't matter who's playing. We're gonna uh, it's gonna be entertaining. There's no doubt about that. That goes without saying. I think, yeah, that it, Vasilevsky. It, it. We could go on about Tampa for probably another hour. I mean, just how interesting they I know. are as a team, and and honestly. Just surprisingly, I did not think they were going to be up three nothing. I thought this was going to be a way tighter series. Yeah, that's no, God you're right, Clark, man. That's but. that's what's.
0: If there was a shock factor, honestly, I think it would be this series. Um, besides Mike Smith standing on his head, but and I'll get into that later. Um, I think this might be the number one shock factor in round two.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right.
0: Because three zero against a. I mean, it shouldn't, shouldn't shock
1: it. yeah it shouldn't shock anyone that Tampa is capable of doing this that's what i'll say but at right. the same time florida is a very good team and i you know i knew that going in i didn't i listen if i don't know if tampa wins tonight like i would have never bet tampa would sweep florida i knew right. i thought florida was better than that i would have put my money on tampa winning the series because mm-hmm. i like tampa but i would have never said they were going to sweep them because i know yes, how good florida
0: is no exactly listen especially you know Florida having the first two games at home. I, listen, I didn't say they were going to go up 2 0. I just, I think they were going to at least get one win, you know, at least one. Yeah. But, you know, the games tell, so the games say otherwise. So, but, um, listen, folks, uh, looks like that goal is going to stand. But, uh, listen, when you, again, when, <laughs> when you, when you listen to this podcast, You'll know the outcome of the game. So. Yes, um, you will. Let's dive into Colorado versus St. Louis. Yeah, we spent enough time um, in Tampa, before. Yeah. We'll jump back to them. We'll later jump back what. to them. Um, but listen. <sighs> Alright, I want to start it off with this. And this is no disrespect to Sam Gerard, but losing Gerrard's going to hurt. But I think Colorado's just that good. Not that they could afford to lose him, but I, I think they're going to be okay. And I like Sam Gerrard. I wish he was on the Islanders. I like him. I think he's a great player. I think he, he can move the puck. He can play D, you know. He's um, mobile. Yeah, he's, he's mobile. He's, you know, he's not, it he might not be the six foot five defenseman that can pummel you and whatnot. But, you know, um, I just, I, I think Colorado's that good, man. And, 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 um, you know, they've, they've had trouble, you know, getting out of the what, it was in the second round and whatnot. But, um, now that Bennington's out, and by the way, I don't think Ka- Kadri intentionally meant that. And and all you listeners out there, you could curse me out and say what you want. I I am a Kadri fan. I liked him, but um, I'm not even being biased. I just it it, it doesn't look like it was intentional. But uh, we'll dive into that later. Um, I do want to say that. Good luck trying to catch Cal McCarr. He it's almost like he's. Connor McDavid as a defenseman, that's yeah. that's
1: that's what I want to say right now. Honestly, he's that, that's how little, I see it. I've heard he's a little banged up. Really? Um, yeah, I think he's a little banged up. He hasn't been like, but that's the funny part. It's like he's still like probably the fucking one of the best defensemen in the in the playoffs right, right now. Maybe right. like him and Edmond. I know. Uh, even being banged up like that, but yeah, he's been great. Um, my pick for Colorado has made a real difference. Gabe Kog. Yeah, he's played hard. Especially coming back. Yeah, yeah, and I've, absolutely. Yeah, and 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 the thing with Landeskog coming back is, from injury, man. Seriously, yeah. he's been freaking on fire. Yeah, he's had the knee. He had the knee surgery in the regular season, and and that just goes to show you that Colorado was so good. They didn't need to rush Landeskog back from right. surgery because right. they knew they were making the playoffs. They were doing great. No reason to rush him back. He goes. He has his knee surgery. He rests up. He recovers from the surgery. He comes back in the playoffs. He's rested. He's fresh. His knee's better. He's playing great. He's scoring big goals. He's playing playoff hockey. Landis Gog's huge. A lot of people like to focus on McCarr and McKinnon, but Landis a, a big game changer for them. Oh, know? yeah. There's no doubt about it. Um, he's playing hard. He's playing the right way. He's playing playoff hockey. He scored a big goal for them the other night. Um, yeah, there's no doubt. You know, um, I will say, St. Louis has looked pretty damn good, though.
0: No, they have, yeah, and, you know. and that's a team I counted out. And um, speaking of St. Louis, my guy David Perron, man, I said to watch out for him. Yeah. That game, too, he took over. He had those two big goals, man, and just, I like him a lot, man. I actually do. Um, I don't know. I think if he stays consistent and and he's able to, to make that happen and, and keep putting the puck in the fucking net, as simple as that, Easier said than done, but I don't know, man. I mean, like I said, I counted out St. Louis, but I don't know. I mean, they they looked really good that game, too. I know know, know Colorado leads, what, 2-1 right now, but home games, man. Home games are huge. 100%. All right?
1: I, I, you know, St. Louis, they've been
0: able to. Folks, this is no goal. Uh, not to dive back into the Florida-Tampa series, but this is huge, and I know when you guys hear this, I keep mentioning it, um, this is insane, um, it's 0-0, folks, this could be a big momentum shift for the Florida Panthers right now, they might be fired up, they might be, you know, listen, I know it's only one goal, a lot of hockey left, blah, 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 but, you know, this could be, this could be what Florida needed to get this, get this win, um... We'll keep you updated. I think they'll get it right back. We'll see. We'll see. Let's talk about it. Cooper doesn't look so
1: happy. That's
0: yeah. He looks like he's flipping out. Um. Anyway, but listen. Um. (sighs) Listen, I I I think. The Blues played great that game too. Um, they had eighteen block shots. I think if they just I am not saying if they have twenty block shots a game they'll win the game and blah blah blah, but I don't know I mean that you gotta go, you gotta watch out still for guys like Tarasenko Ryan O'Reilly and that's a guy that I always counted out too is Ryan O'Reilly he's sneaky good he's quiet under the radar that's yep. guy that's a guy that you want to talk about under the radar is Ryan O'Reilly good two way guy
1: yep he's a goal scorer. I yeah. don't care what anybody says. He's, he's able, able to put good puck defensively. defensively. He's yeah, not, he's very good defensively. He's not going to razzle-dazzle you at the coast-to-coast, toe-drag, mm-hmm. like around five guys. But he's, he's very good defensively. He's experienced. He's a veteran. He's won. Um, he does his job. He's good at face-offs. He's physical. Um, yeah, he's a game-changer that people don't really talk about as much because, like I said, he's not – He's not going to put up 95 points and have a nah. highlight real ESPN nah. fucking goal. Maybe if he plays uh, on the line with McDavid. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they but they have guys that could score. My boy Pavel Buchnevich, former Ranger, he's been on fire this year. He's been good, man. David yeah. Perron, he's, I think, 33, 34 years old, expiring contract. He's been right. on real. Contract, yeah. Brandon Saad, he's won cups with Chicago. He's got playoff experience. He's a veteran. He, he's been playing great, I think. Um people don't really pay attention to St. Louis's blue line. I shouldn't say that because I know the St. Louis Blues fans are like, what the fuck are you talking about, Jack? I, I certainly do. I shouldn't, you know. But, you know, I think uh, Colton is underrated. Huge right-handed shot defenseman. Plays physical. Can score. Bomb of a shot from the point. Uh, Justin Falk's solid. He's locked up for years. Um, you know, Torrey Krug, great puck mover. Um... Yeah, I think, you know, it, like I said, I actually jack-picked St. Louis. You did. I yeah, did you pick did. Sa- I picked St. Louis. Um, my thing now is now that Bington got hurt with the ca- Cadre collision. I know. Is Huso going to be able to step handle in that. and yeah. handle the, the, yep. all the big games? I don't know. And that's a note um, I have here, yeah. I think losing Gerard for Colorado, like you said, Rick, it'll hurt them a little bit. But I think Devin McCar McCarr, Bowen yeah. Byram— these guys will be able to step it up, and they'll be able to get past not having Gerard. I don't think it's going right. to help not right. having Gerard because he's a real good player, especially offensively. No, he's good, Yeah, but I think the bigger question mark now is that Bennington's been playing pretty damn good, and now they're losing him. Is who's so going to be able to step right in and, and right. eat those minutes up and play the right way? I, yeah, I he
0: was majority of the starter in uh, in the season if I'm not if
1: I'm not mistaken. Yeah, at the and, beginning they played. You know, in the in the first series they. Huso stepped in and played really good and Bennington was shaky, but ever since then. I'm even saying in the in the regular season, wasn't the majority of the start the start there? Yeah. The I'm pretty part. sure. I know yeah. they
0: it's probably pretty even, but I, I if I remember correctly, uh Huso might have had a couple more games, but um
1: My guess is that Bennington's got a concussion. That's the only reason they're I'm not. I'm
0: sure yeah, if they're collision like that, I mean, whether it's intentional or not, it was a high speed collision, folks. That's um if That's it's not a, co- they said. I think they say it was a lower body injury, but I, I mean, listen. It, if you're not concussed, good for you. But I mean, listen. He's out for the series, so we'll see. That's um, definitely gonna hurt. Yeah. Cause he's been playing good. Hey, look. It's um, gonna take.
1: It's gonna take St. Louis. Like, not only their vets, like we've talked about, Sod, O'Reilly, Perron, Tarasenko. Obviously, who's been lights out. I think ever since requesting that trade, he's been right. doing his job and then some. But. um... I think it's going to take the young guys like Thomas Kairu stepping up to right. get past Colorado. Right, I agree. I'd secretly like to see St. Louis. I'm kind of rooting for St. Louis. So I picked them, obviously. So, I, you know, I want to win that bet. That, that, yeah, that, I know, that, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, you know, Colorado's a very, very, very good team. You know, like I've, we spoke about Landis We spoke, you know. I think it's going to come. To, listen, does Huso come in and and just really Stealing. step up to the yeah. plate and just I'm show? see it. Honestly. Does he show that he's an elite goaltender in this league and right. he wants a starting spot? Does he play lights out? Does Kemper continuously play good? Because right. that's another story. You know? Yeah,
0: I mean, spe- speaking of that, oh boy, folks. Well, guess what? Jack Farris called it that the Tampa Bay Lightning would just strike right back. Yeah. And listen, folks, this is something else. I just want to know. I want to make this known. It was, I believe it was 22 shots <laughs> on that. Bless you, Jack, just like last episode. Thank you. Um, anyway, I think it was 22 shots on net for Florida um, when they were under-reviewing that, that last goal. Um, and Tampa had seven shots. Now Florida has 29 shots, and Tampa has nine shots. So I I don't even want to blame Boboski. I don't want to blame defense. It's just... Yeah. I don't I'm speechless. Ricky's fucking speechless, honestly. Yeah. I really am. It was a nice shot. It was right under it looked like it was right under bravosky's glove. What
1: I are just they doing um, that. See, Andrew Brunette here is like trying to challenge it again. I don't know what he's doing. But all can't set, they only do it once? I don't know what he's I, looking I'm at. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know what he's looking at. What it, hand pass Oh fuck.
0: Hand pass in the pfft. offensive zone? I don't know about that. Oh fuck. Hold up. Give him credit. Folks, hold up. Dude, that's a hand pass. I'm sorry. I'm wow. not being biased. That's a hand pass. I don't care if he's having his fucking hand on the stick and whatnot. That's a hand pass.
1: Wow. That's a hand pass in the offensive zone. That might be a hand pass. Folks. Yeah. I was about to go off about how you should listen to Jack if you want to listen, uh, win some money gambling. But <laughs> folks, happen. I have money on Florida tonight, but I'm such a degenerate that I got money on
0: both teams because you got to hedge the bet. Yeah. But anyway, um. What a fucking game so far! I have to say, I really have to say. Um, anyway, we're we're this podcast is all over the place because we're watching a live game, but um, that's
1: how it is in the playoffs. This is what
0: right. we do, man. The playoffs—they're all over the place, anyway. Um, <coughs> bless you, Jack oh, man, no. This guy, this guy, when he drinks or something, maybe it's maybe it's Rick Adams' place over here. I don't know, but it's uh, the pollen. It's the pollen. Yeah, in it's is that here. season. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that season, folks. But uh, all jokes aside, I I think um, listen. I was saying St. Louis Blues can their goalies handle this now? Bennington's out. I don't even know who replaces him. I don't even know. I don't follow the St. Louis Blues like uh, St. Bl- St. Louis Blues like that. I know it's playoffs. This is their job and blah blah blah. Listen, we also have regular lives. I'm sorry, not to not to disappoint anybody. But um, listen, I don't think. I don't think that Colorado has the best goaltending either, but I do think that Colorado has the better blue line, and not to bring not to jump around from series to series. Look at Carolina; they have a great blue line, and look at who their goalie is right now, Anyrana. Um, with, with you know, with Anderson yep. being out, so and and I'm not I'm not shitting on Ranta or anything. He's been playing great. He's been playing great, regardless the whole playoffs. But it just goes to show how good that blue line is. So, excuse me. Um, I do think that. I don't know. I, I, St. Louis has a good blue line, but I, I think the Cal, uh, Colorado Avalanche might have just a. You know, just, it might have the edge on them, and, and maybe they come out with a W. We'll, we'll see. We'll see that game tonight. And, folks, that goal was overturned for the Tampa Bay Lightning due to a hand pass. Let's talk about it. Tampa will get it right back again. <laughs> oh, boy. Third time to charm. Third time to charm. I don't know how people... They're showing people in the stands reacting to it. I'm sorry. They must not watch hockey often because it's clear as day that it's a motherfucking hand pass. It was, yeah. I know, I mean, know that, yeah. I mean, you can't do that in the offensive zone. You can't.
1: That's okay. going to be a meme later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, anyway. So, I, I agree with you uh, there, Rick. I mean, I think... Uh, the blue line, uh, I, I really like Colton Perico. You know, I, I like Torrey Krug a lot, who's been banged up with some injuries, and he hasn't been 100%. But um, I do think if you got to pick one blue line, it's got to it's be Colorado, just because of McCarr and Taze, and They added yeah. Josh Manson at the trade lead line. He's solid. Big right-handed shot defenseman. He had a big goal that game one, yeah. man. That game one. Uh, you know, I really think St. Louis, like, you're going to – they're big guys, like Tarasenko, O'Reilly – you know, the veterans like Saad and, and Chen, like they're going to have to really, really step up to the plate and you're going to have to see Billy Villejuso step up and really show that he's, you know, a legit goaltender in the NHL. Um, that's what's going to have to happen. I think there's no way that uh, Colorado just kind of, you know, um, rolls through St. Louis, but if that's going to be the defining moment for St. Louis does who step up to the plate and do what he has to do. And, uh, you know, that's where we're going to go from there. I mean, you got the young guys like Thomas and Cairo and, uh, you know, you have, you have the young guy on the blue line. What's his name? Scott Perunovich. I think he kind of stepped in for Tory Krug. He was a college player. I forgot where he played. Left handed shot D man, solid puck mover. But, um, it's a tough one I I do I, I don't have too much I don't want to say that because I picked st. Louis but it's tough it's tough to see them just you know beating Colorado with how good they've been but it's gonna come down to so. yeah it's going it to is. Have st. Louis it is big guys and it's gonna come down to who really stepping up to the plate yeah does know? he
0: handle the pressure that's yeah. it I, I think that's what it's really gonna come down to and I've said it in previous episodes some guys crack under pressure and some guys just fucking play out of this fucking world.
1: And pressure. one thing to be, you it's know. It's one or the other. And just like Tampa has won cups before, so they have that experience. Just remember, St. Louis has two. Tarasenko, right. O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. Braden Shen. Um, these guys have won before. Jordan Bennington. Brandon sods won before. These guys have won cups before. So that goes to, that 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 counts. They've, they've been in those tough games. They've been in those, that, those grinding, like games that they, they've won they know what it feels like to win they know what it takes to win and that matters you know there's no doubt it. Colorado hasn't won yet I think they can win because they're that good and they got amazing players but they haven't won yet and that's where St. Louis has the slight edge so we'll see I just want to give a special
0: shout out to uh Mr. Bear here telling me that Tampa scored a legal goal after the fucking hand pass um are you smoking crack let me know um anyway Jack I agree it's gonna be interesting. Had a couple beers in me but uh I actually can't wait to watch that game later on. I really can't um You gotta love watching McCar skate like I said he he's um he he <laughs> he's McDavid on defense that's what I call him that's what I'm calling him now You take like a joke yeah he's it's fucking unreal yeah, yeah. it's yeah. unreal But um yeah, no, it's going to be good. It's going to be good hockey regardless. Um, th- We've got to
1: see what our fans we got to start putting up polls, see what you guys really think. Yeah, are. you
0: guys got to follow, uh, follow us on uh, on Instagram. I didn't make the Twitter la- last week. Like I said, I was. Who knows what I was doing. But um, we'll, we'll make a Twitter. We'll, we'll, we can now that Elon Instagram. Musk is uh, running it, I think uh, yeah. Rick's yeah. going to be more inclined. Yeah, to him, oh, yeah. Risky Rick Adams is going to be all over that. Yeah. Um, didn't used to like Twitter, but I got used to their their display and whatever and their interface or what do you want to call it. But um, yeah, so folks, listen. Uh, follow us on Instagram. JR Puckhouse is our is our handle there. Uh, Jr's Puckhouse on Spotify. Uh, we're on YouTube. You know, g- give us a like, comment, share, subscribe, all that, all that stuff, and uh, listen. Interact. We don't be shy. Listen. You want you we miss some stuff about series that you want us to mention and talk about or whatever it is. You let us know. Um, yeah. that's what we're here for. We're here to talk. We're here to talk about and provide the content that you guys are looking forward to. We're at um, your service. When we're at tra-
1: your service. We're working for you. When you're driving to work or you're you know, you're you're driving a friggin' Uber after work for extra money, or you're driving to get your friggin' coffee from seven eleven. Doing DoorDash, whatever you're doing. Whatever. Right? It is. You got a long commute. commute you commute to the, the city, whatever it is. You're driving the kids back from soccer practice, or you know, you're know you going to hockey, beer league game at 11 p.m., you're driving to New York City to your commute, Jack and Rick are there for that. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Okay, this guys. is the j and You tell us what you want, to, want us to talk about. And we'll talk about we'll, it. We'll talk about it. Let's talk about
0: let's it. Let's talk about it. Listen, um, very excited for the games um, that are playing right now in Tampa, Florida. Very excited for, for St. Louis and Colorado later. This is a series I've been dying to talk about. Um, it's, it's the Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Oilers in the Battle of Alberta. Um, and, and I don't want to go into detail with every single game. I was saying this before while we were doing our notes. That fucking game one game... It unreal. was just it was just unreal. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched a hockey game like that in so fucking long. Um, I wanted you know I'm rooting for Edmonton. Um, I know I picked Calgary, and I did say it. Yep. Um, the only way Edmonton really wins a series is if Mike Smith plays out of this fucking world. Like game two and game three prove that. Yeah. Um, but game one, man, that was something fucking else. They they were what down? I think it was they were down five one, four one, and then Edmonton comes back, ties it, and then, and then there was I remember there was a scuffle between Kane, and T- and Kachuk. Yeah. And I remember they were talking shit back and forth in the box. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth, and then Rasmus Anderson scores that goal, that big go ahead goal. Rasmus Anderson, we told we talked about him. Yeah, we did. And then Kachuk goes that second goal ahead and yep. and then the empty net to complete his hat trick. And like, I don't know, I think that, I think the shit talking from Kane to Kachuk, Jen, I was texting you actually, I think that's, I think that was the difference maker. As as crazy as that is, it's, I yeah. think fucking Kane just got him so pissed off or whatever, whatever the case may be, that, that Kachuk was like, yeah, all right. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's go, motherfucker. Right let's go.
1: Yeah. yeah, see, what I think about the Flames is right now that, they're letting McDavid and Drysaddle take over. Yeah. And that's oh yeah. And and I do. Th- I picked Calgary too. I think Calgary's got more depth for sure. But I think, unfortunate, you know, not unfortunately for anyone that's Edmonton fan listening, but McDavid and Drysaddle just turned it up. And listen, Evander Kane. We've spoke about him before. You know, the guy he's had his issues off the ice and everything. He's been on fire. He's been scoring a ton of goals. You know, he's been playing fucking good. He's doing his job. He's probably you know, he wants to get paid yeah, man. again, he probably will with the way he's playing. Um How could you not? Yeah. You hear some stuff he's done and off the ice, you're not you know, you don't love it. But uh, listen, the guy's a friggin' hell of a hockey player, obviously. And it helps that he's playing with amazing players. But yeah, the guy's a He pow- leaves the
0: goals and, and uh he leaves he's the a power. And goals. Yeah. He's a power forward, he knows how to score goals, he knows how to play. Yeah, you're um, not tossing him around unless unless you're a guy like Hedman.
1: Yeah. You know, you're not just fucking Barreling over him. I'm sorry. You're not. Calgary, Matt. You know Matthew Kachuk, These guys. They're all contributing. They're they're scoring the goals. Uh, Calgary's guys are getting it done. Their big guys are scoring. It's just um, they're letting McDavid and Drysdale take over, and that just goes to show you how good McDavid and Drysdale right. are. Right. Because I do think Calgary overall is the better team as far as goaltending and depth wise. I think they got more depth in the blue line. I think they got more depth on on forward. Uh, but. McDavid and Drysdale, They're just that right. friggin' good. And, you know, you do have some nice pieces. Like, you don't have as much depth as Calgary. But, you know, Nurse is a good player. Good, solid defenseman. Evan Bouchard, great puck-moving D-man. Yeah. He's been playing good. Like so, Barry. It's not like they have no one else besides McDavid and Drysdale. I just think overall, Calgary is better depth-wise. And they have a good coach. Overall, yeah. I love Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Goudreau an amazing player. Lindholm, all these guys. But what I will say is that you, uh, if Calgary wants a chance of winning, they're going to have to find a way to slow McDavid down and dry sell. I said this last podcast, you have to find a way to at least slow them down. I don't think you'll ever completely stop them, but you have to slow these guys down. There's no doubt about it. We, I'm, so, I'm sorry, folks. This is Rick's distracted. We're watching Florida Tampa right this now. Is the is East an Coast. Insane, this is an insane save. How the fuck does he save that? Oh, wow. I thought that was a goal. I just looked at that now. I was that. How the
0: fuck? Fuck this, Vasilevsky save wow, I was
1: that. on the microphone there. That is
0: insane, folks. Um, listen, uh, you know, you know what's really insane besides that save, and it's no secret. Connor Money McDavid is fucking unreal. I call him Money McDavid because he's worth every fucking penny you're gonna fucking pay him. Twenty three points in ten games. Um, it's just, it's just something else. It really fucking is. It's something else. Um Do you think this might be the biggest upset in the se- in, in all the in all of round two? That Edmonton beats Calgary? You know? Um I, I, I don't know. I mean I I only say that and hear me I out. I think
1: if St. Louis beats Colorado, that'd be a bigger upset. Okay. Alright, I, mean, I can see that. Let's and see. people I mean people shouldn't really say that because St. Louis has won a couple. Yeah, well that so. well
0: that's what I'm saying because Look who you have in net, and, and I know Markstrom let in six goals the the fucking game one, but you, you got my I've said it before, my if Mike Smith plays on his fucking head, and plays out of this fucking world, and in game two and game three he's done that, uh especially last night he's fucking he made some crazy fucking saves in game three. I know he got hit by Lucic and whatnot. Um,
1: you know I you hear what Lucic said too. He's just like he's like if I meant to run him, we both wouldn't be playing. That's for sure. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I saw what Sutter said. Daryl Sutter. What is it?
0: Daryl Sutter, yeah. right? Yeah, he was like, uh, oh boy, he was. Uh, I don't even fucking know. I'm fucking drunk. But listen, so <laughs> I have to say, I don't. I think Lucic being out is not going to be. It's not going to be
1: good, and I'm not saying he's a big goal scorer, but he's a. You want a guy like that in the playoffs? Did he get suspended? I thought he. I thought there was no no discipline for him. I thought I don't think he got suspended. I th- he's he's not suspended for. I don't a game. think he is. I think he's fine. Oh sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think All he's. Right. He avoided the discipline there. I think uh, they deemed it. It was you know wasn't his fault. But. Uh, yeah, I mean. the uh, it it would be an upset, I guess, but like I I just think people know how good McDavid and Drysital are. I think the question marks with Edmonton was obviously their goaltending was Mike Smith able to get it done. Koskinen's always been a little bit you know of a question mark himself. Um, I just think Calgary played so good during the regular season and Markstrom is such a good goalie and has played so well. Um, they're able to score goals. I, yeah, it would be, but I mean, maybe Calgary lacks a little bit on the blue line. You know, you have a few solid, you know, Noah Hannafin, you know, you got, you got a few solid blue liners, but I think McDavid Drysdale could expose those guys easily just because they're that good. Um... If you don't want to overthink this whole Calgary-Edmonton series, um, it's going to take Markstrom playing lights out and Kachuk, Goudreau, and all these guys to really chip in, score those big goals like they have been, but to continuously score them. And a guy like, like you know, they're going to have to slow McDavid and dry sell down. i said it like 10 times, but I know. that's the only way. <laughs> it's the only way. It's the only way. You guys slow McDavid down. And if they're not able to do that, Edmonton will win. And, you know, maybe McDavid's that good that he could kind of carry them, you know. I, I think that, you know, Edmonton has some depth. I mean I, I like Nugent Hopkins, he's good. Hyman has
0: yeah, his pl- days. Pully pl- but... Pully pl- Arby. I Hy- Hy- Hyman's playing good. I think yeah. I think Hyman's turning it up in a notch uh in this in this second series here, in this uh But they don't have as much two. depth as
1: Calgary on the on forward at least. There's no doubt about that in my opinion. Yeah, but those guys have been quiet, you know? I mean Gaudreau's been playing great. I think kachuk has been playing great. You got Majia Pani and right. Yarn Croak and guys like that. Cali Yarn Croak's a good fan. needs to step it up, man. Tefoli's gotta do more. Tefoli, Tefoli. Yeah. Ravioli. Potato Potato. Yeah. Tomato Tomato. Right. A little vodka sauce on that pass, you know what I mean? <laughs> Instead of the friggin' marinara, but um it you know it wouldn't, like, this series, I think I kind of said it from the beginning, it wouldn't, like, shock me if Edmonton won, but I was, I picked Calgary because I think yeah, they had more Yeah, picked depth. Calgary too. We and I, I like it. Markstrom better than Smith or Koskinen. But, like you said, if Smith could just step it up and play well, and you McDavid, give credit. McDavid and Dreisler are both just so good that if they could just kind of carry them through and, and yeah. step it up, which they have been. Yeah. They're leading now. So Listen, Edmonton power plays,
0: yeah. Fuck, man. I would not want to fuck with them. Calgary's got to stop
1: playing. Yeah. Calgary can't take penalties, and they got to find a way to at least slow McDavid down, which yeah. isn't easy to do. And that no just goes way. to show you that His he's a, thought process is just something else at, a, at, a, at such a high speed. It goes speed, to show you, how, to cut you like, how good he is, and not even yeah. just good. Like, he's just like a generational player. Like, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. His mind, like when he's skating, his hands and his mind is going just as fast. Yeah. You know, and it's insane. Yeah, no, it's something
0: else, and and it's just something to watch, man. It's it's, as a hockey fan, you gotta just fucking appreciate it and just enjoy it while it lasts, man. Because who knows
1: when you're gonna see a player like this, you know. Yeah. Um, I would like. I would kind of like to see McDavid, move. Like I think it's good for the league if McDavid goes deep in the playoffs. That's. For oh sure. yeah, hundred percent. And if you're an Edmonton Oilers fan, you want him going because if he keeps losing, that's not good. You know. But, uh, yeah, he's he's unbelievable, obviously. It's not breaking news here, but, you know. Right. They got, Calgary has to find a way to try to slow them down if they want to win, and Markstrom's going to have to keep playing well. Um, I don't think they're going to have trouble really scoring goals. They've been able to do that. You know, the Calgary forwards have been able to contribute. Right. You know, whether it's Kachuk or, or, or Giroux or Mondripani or uh, Lindholm. So... I think the D's gonna have to stand strong. Marks are gonna have to pe- keep playing good, and you're gonna have to find a way to slow David then. I don't know if that's possible. I yeah, mean, that might be the reason
0: they win. Listen, three guys I want to give absolute credit to is obviously Connor Um and I don't want to get him, let him get all the shine. I got to give some some props to my boy Drysyle too. Yeah, he's been playing out of this world, and you know, and, and number three is uh, Mike Smith. Mike Smith. I mean, listen, he stood on his head. Yeah. He, he's fucking playing great. He sure is. He's playing fucking great. I don't care what anybody says. He's playing great. Yeah. 40 years old, playing at the NHL level, and just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's like, imagine they go to the cup. Imagine, imagine that, and they beat a team like fucking Tampa. I don't think that's going to ever happen. I'm sorry. Um, That'd be one hell of a series. That's one hell of a fucking series and one hell of a fucking story. Yeah, well, seriously. After, if you're an Edmonton Oilers fan, i have a
1: documentary in the making right there for Mike Smith, first, personally. I think that we're Edmonton would you know, if, if that comes down to it, I don't think they're gonna be uh you know, Tampa might be a team that can slow McDavid down just because of I their know. their their defense yeah. core and their their penalty killing style forwards and their Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky. I keep saying it. But um before we get ahead of ourselves here, yeah, let's uh I know. Battle of Alberta. It's been friggin' interesting to watch, I'll tell you that. Um, can't Not tonight, tomorrow night, Tuesday night, it's Battle of Alberta again, so can't wait to watch that, but let's see, uh, nine thirty tomorrow night on ESPN. Let's talk about it. Let's watch it. Can't wait. Canadian fans are probably sports night or TSN or something like that, but
0: Yeah, something like that. Yep. Um Well Just wanna mention real quick, uh, Two hat-tricks for Mr. Evander Kane. Um, Good guy. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy, just like Tony Day. And speaking of Tony Day, let's wrap up. Don't compare them. Into Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Carolina (laughs) Hurricanes against the New York Rangers. Um, All you motherfuckers out there that say no shit about the home games. They're so important in any sport. And to all those people that are hearing this right now, you know who I'm talking about. And I hope they take it personally. Um Yeah, no shit, Rick. No shit, right? Yeah, I know. Um Home games are so important. Look at look at the
1: garden. Look at them. Yeah. Look at it. Just look at it. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Look at it. The garden gets behind their fans, they're pumped, they're ready to go, they're yep. they're loud. You know, that's got to, like, psychologically put a little edge on the players. Like, they know that their fans are behind them. And same goes for Carolina. Carolina's pretty damn loud, too. So, yep. listen, um, Carolina looked scared in the garden. So, I'm going to say,
0: I really do believe, and this is coming from an honest fan, I believe the Rangers are going to tie the series up
1: at home. I think they're going to win game four. I really do think that. I, I believe it. I th- too, because I'm a Rangers fan. But, like, I, I just... I have respect for Carolina and how good they are that, like, I'm not, you know, one of those Ranger fans that are going to sit here and say that we're just going to win the series, like, flat out. I hope we do, obviously. I'm rooting for yeah, a, Ranger. yeah, yeah. I'm a Rangers fan, but, like, I, you know, uh, I just think is so good that, like, yeah, we played great last game. I, Igor's going to have to stand on his head. Again. 100%. And, and he has he been, can steal so the no series. There's no reason why he can't. He can steal again. the series, Jack. Yeah. Um, I think Jacob Trouba's been playing great. One guy I want to mention from the Rangers, young kid, Braden Schneider. Unbelievable. He's been playing great. Playing uh, good, under pressure. Unless you really game. follow the Rangers, you might not know him as much. Kyandre Miller's been very uh, dependent on minutes-wise. They've been really depending on him. You know, he's eaten up a lot of minutes. He's been playing awesome, I think. Um, you know, they, they could tie the series, there's no doubt. I think Panarin's got to adjust his game. I think Carolina's kind of been shutting him down a bit. He's trying that, like, stutter step to, like, you know, make a fancy pass, and it's just right. not really working against Carolina. Um, Carolina plays a hard physical game. They, you know, they just play a different style, it's I guess, especially line. in the playoffs. Yeah. Very tough blue line to go against. Um, my Rangers could beat them if Igor keeps standing on their on his head, and their big guys keep playing yeah. big. Um, Listen, I would like to see Goodrow come back. I don't know if he's going to. That'll help. What's the
0: status on that? Do you know, Jack? Because I don't know. That's why I'm asking. (laughs) I I should know because I'm a Ranger fan. That's all right. I don't know. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Listen, um, I think two key things for the New York Rangers, and anybody can say, no shit, Rick, blah, 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 right? Shesterkin stays consistent, stands on his head, steals the series. And New York Rangers capitalize on every opportunity that is given to them because they missed a couple empty nets. And I think it was game one and two yep. where it could be difference makers, Jack. I mean, maybe they're up 2-1. Maybe they're up 3-0. Who knows? You know? I think goaltending overall has been great the whole series. Um, it's been close. And, um... Barkley could, could rope had and return the series. All right. possible, so. well, we'll say. Stay tuned, folks. Um... Listen, I think both goalies are playing great. You got any and you know what? You got to give credit to Andy Ron. I know were saying it earlier. I mean, yeah. You got to give it to him, man. It's playing great. You really do. And and listen, I know that's arguably what maybe top 3 blue line in the league, honestly. Yeah. You know, but it's still, you know, the blue line doesn't play in between the pipes,
1: you yeah. know. No, Roth stepped in and played unbelievable, is no doubt. Um I have heard Anderson is back in practice, and he's playing like that's in good. full practice, contact, and everything. So there's a possibility you see him back. As a Ranger fan, I hope not because yeah, you know I mean? but uh, I do think, like you said, the Rangers are gonna get it done at home. I think they have to. I think they I think gotta. They have to go. They have to go back to the Garden and win a game. Um, if they don't, if they lose next game and they go down three good to luck. one, and then they go back to Carolina, I don't think that's a good it's not a good situation for them I, I will say that um, but hopefully they could go in tomorrow and, and beat them at home like you said they get the home advantage and uh you know they played great last game I think Kreider was on fire he was doing his job he's going to the front of the net he's flying around and you know uh, their decor played great for me it's Igor he's just been lights out. You know that's a huge part of why they're able to win, and Igor's gonna have to keep playing good if they want to have a chance of beating Carolina. It's no doubt. Yeah, I mean, listen, their um, penalty kill's been good too. You know they took a couple penalties against Carolina. I was gonna bring that up. They can't. I mean, Boston. You gotta got stay smoked. out of the box.
0: You gotta stay out of the box.
1: Yeah, their PK is good, but they gotta stay out of the box. One thing impressed me about the Rangers is that Boston got smoked against Carolina for taking penalties. Just you know Carolina was just lighten them up on the power play because we know, all know how good their power play can be. But, uh, listen, the Rangers were able to shut down their power play a little bit. Yeah, you know, I know. Carolina I wasn't know. able to just fucking score on every power play. There, They had a good PK. The Rangers had a good PK going. So, um, Like you said, Rick, they got to go in there and they gotta, Igor's got to stand on his head again and everyone has to just play their game and, and play good. Their big guy's got to step up. You know, Mika, Kreider, Panarin's got to adjust his game, I think, a little bit. I think he's got to be a little more, like, not as fancy and flashy, maybe. Um, the kid line, Kako, Lafreniere, Heal, have, have, they've been getting chances. They've been playing good. Um, I'd like to see a little more out of Strom. Um, their decor, like I said, I love the way Brayden Schneider's been playing. True, has been playing awesome. He's got to keep playing that way. Miller's been eating up a lot of minutes. Igor's got to stay, you know, stay on his head because every position Carolina is more experienced, in my opinion. Right. You know. Um, you know, I think Panarin's a better player than Svechnikov, but overall, I think Carolina's got more experience in the blue line. They got more, you know, as far as their depth down the middle and their depth up right. front. They got more experience and more. Right. Right. You know. um, so Igor's gonna to have to stand on his head. There's no doubt. And don't take penalties against Carolina. Yeah. It's going to come back to home. Use use the home game advantage to your advantage. Absolutely. I think that's going to be the way they win. Is coming back and winning at the Garden. And then going and having a strong game in Carolina for game six. Yeah. Listen. uh, Listen. It's no secret.
0: Carolina Hurricanes. Great. Great fucking team. Rod Brindemore. Great fucking coach. Great player. Mm -hmm. When he played. Um, Ronta's really stepping up when it matters most. I know I picked Carolina to win the series, but I don't know, man. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm saying this as an fans. I would not – it would not shock me if the Rangers went in seven. It really wouldn't shock me. I hope. That'd I be just be some hell of a series. I don't know, man. I just um, – I don't know. It, it, it's just something else, man. It'd be listen, like young guys got to
1: really step up, well, including Shastrini. You want to
0: talk about young guys? That's that's true, too. Like that Cheetle, Kako line and whatever. Well, listen – if Carolina's top six steps up, H- Aho's been consistent, but I'm talking about guys like S, S- Svetz- I can't even fucking say Svetzikov, his name. Svetskakov and fucking Terravinan and fucking all those guys. Trochak, yeah. Trochy, Trochak, yup, even need a re rider, you know, Nita Rider. Um Listen. If those guys step up and just turn it on into a different fucking gear, uh, good luck, New York, honestly, man. Um like don't if don't they, take
1: stupid penalties.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. If those guys can really get the power play fixed and whatnot, and, and I don't know, man, that's scary, man. That is scary. So, I mean, I think three keys. This is risky, Rex. Three keys out of this series. Um, Shostakovich needs to stay stand on his head. Hundred percent, yeah. Rangers need to step, uh, stay out of the box, right? Yep. And I think if Carolina's top six picks. You know, top six picks it up. I don't know, man. It's, those are three keys to the series. No bias. There, there's just all around, both sides. You know, not sure what the point of that was, but those are just three keys overall.
1: No, I mean, listen, this is the time for guys like Mika Zibanejad. And, and listen, Kreider's got playoff experience. Uh, I don't think anyone should count the Rangers out. am not just saying that because I'm a Ranger fan. I know Carolina's been awesome all year, but the Rangers have too. Um... Kreider scored fifty or fifty fucking two goals. Three or some shit. Yeah, so obviously he could score goals. He has some playoff experience. He's a vet. So Banja has to really prove that he's that number one center that really wants to take that next step and be, you know, uh, a playoff performer. You know, he hasn't really played in the playoffs. I think he has to really step his game up and show that he's that next level. You know that he's really taken that extra step. Panarin has some playoff experience with Columbus. I know that. I think a little bit with Chicago as well. Um, he has to, I think, adjust his game a bit because he did score that huge game seven goal. Um, but he he has to he has to adjust his game when I watch him. He's a little too f- fancy, maybe even a little too patient with the puck. And Maybe Carolina's kind of like. Learning his game a bit, I guess, and picking up on it. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I think reading
0: him like a book is what I like. I think the
1: Rangers have enough uh, up front that they can get it done if it comes. You know, I I like obviously Kreider and and Sabanja. I think Strom has to step it up, but I just think that the Rangers' downfall sometimes is that they're young and inexperienced on the blue line a bit, and even at forward. I think it's going to come down to the Rangers' big guys. And when I say big guys, it's Kreider, Zabana, Jad Panarin. Right. A guy like Andrew Kopp. Andrew Kopp's on my player to watch list. I think yep. he's got to step it up. Um, Him and, obviously, Igor's just jerking. Igor's got to just stand on his head and keep playing well if they if they want a chance of beating Carolina. And that's that's my take on it. Coming from a Ranger fan. I agree, man.
0: It, it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I say that about almost every game. That, that specific word interesting, but it really is. Um, I don't know how any other way to put it, really. I think that's the perfect word because yeah. you got all these teams right now in round two are great teams. I mean th- these are these are interesting series. These are these are I mean listen, we got Tampa on live right now. It's 0-0 going into the third period. I never thought that this would ever happen that um, you know they'd be up 3-0. Again doesn't shock me. Yeah, it does in a, in a little bit of a way because, you know, Florida's great. But, um, listen, every game has been fucking insane. You got Puck Drop coming up at 9.50 p.m. You got St. Louis Blues and Colorado Avalanche. Can't wait to do to watch that and cook some fucking steaks and eat some great food here with Jack Farris at 9.13 at night. But yep. that's okay because it's a Monday night. And we dedicate our fucking nights to this. Yep. And what other better day to do it? on a Monday, after fucking work. I'm sorry. I mean, listen, it's something to look forward to, especially on a Monday and whatnot. But, um, yeah, folks, when you'll hear this, it'll probably be Tuesday or during the week. Whenever you decide to listen to it, you'll know the outcome of all the games they're playing tonight, but that's okay. This is what we do.
1: and um, The real fans are turning it on right away. Yes, that's true. That
0: is true, too. The real fans... I want the loyal fans
1: don't... putting it on, like, at 4 a.m. when they're trying to sleep and they can't, and they're just, like, <laughs> listening to it while they're trying to sleep. No, I don't do that. I want you to pay attention and listen to what we're saying.
0: Yeah. But. Listen, we appreciate all those who listen, all those who listen to, uh, who listened so far, any new listeners that are listening now, we appreciate you as well. Um, I just want to go down a quick list, not going to take up too much of your time, even though we probably took up about, what are we at now? Maybe an hour and 10 minutes. Um... Players to watch. This is risky, Ricks, and it's not really risky. I just keep calling myself risky, Rick. Um, some of these are pretty fucking obvious. Um, these are these are Ricks' players to watch, and then we'll dive into Jacks here. We might have some similar people, but we're gonna give our our takes on them. Um, I'm just gonna start it off with number one, just to get it out of the way, and it's not a hot take, it's not something fucking crazy. But listen, I want to start off with Connor McDavid. It's very obvious. But, I, I don't know, man. This is just something else that we're watching right now. Um, it, it, he just goes into a different gear, I want to call it, mm-hmm. you know? He, he goes into that seventh gear, eighth gear, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like you were saying earlier, does he carry them through this series? I think so. I, I mean, by the looks of it right now, I think so. If anyone's gonna. Yeah, if anyone's gonna, it's gonna yeah. be him and Sidle. Yep. So, you know, uh, that's gonna be interesting to, to really see. It really is. Uh, I'm gonna go down my list. I'm gonna, I wanna say, uh, you mentioned them before, Zibanejad and Um uh, I think that's a dynamic duo. Um, it's just, it's just... Listen, <laughs> Panarin, we all know... He's a phenomenal skill player. He's been a little bit quiet. He played great in that Game 7. He got that game-winning goal at the, at the Garden, you know what I mean? But, you know, he, he's been quiet, might yeah. not, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Let's, uh, let's go over to the St. Louis Blues real quick. David Perron. I said it before, Jack. If he stays consistent, I think—I don't know, man. The guy's a pure goal scorer. We've known it. He, he's established that in, throughout his career. Um, so I think that's a big deal. The Zim cadre in that series, I think, is he going to play head-up hockey a little scared now? No, now that he knows everybody's kind of after him, after Bennington, the Bennington incident. Yeah, I don't, you know? I don't know. I don't think he strikes me
1: as the type that's going to be scared. I,
0: I don't mean. think so either, because he's a hockey player at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, he, he, listen... He knows what's expected right now. I think that, listen, folks, I think this game's going to be a chippy game. He's playing for a contract, too. Well, that's, I have a note here. Contract year. Yep. Big contract year for him. Another guy I want to mention is Ryan O'Reilly. I mentioned it earlier. Ryan O'Reilly. Sneaky good, under the radar, doesn't get mentioned. You know, low market team. I want to say low market, but. You know, not that high media market. Toronto, Edmonton, Rangers, Boston, Pittsburgh, man. Boston, all those teams. So, uh, L A. Even L A. Yeah. You know, um, you got loyal fans in St. Louis, stuff. Think sure. about this, Johnny Goodrow. Does he come out exploding after that fucking, after being down two one? You know what I mean. Does yeah. he come out freaking out? Is he playing on a contract? Yeah. Is yeah, he a UFA? Has, yeah. Yeah. Will he go back you to know? Calgary? Who knows? we we'll that's into, the, the thing here. Yeah. That's the thing I, I'm really interested where he,
1: what he does. I want to know where he goes. Does he maybe he stays in Calgary? I don't know. Who knows? I know. I think
0: they got to reset him and Kachuk. What so. do you think, Jack? Do you think he stays in Calgary if Edmonton beats them this series?
1: Honestly, if that if the given, let's just say you know I don't want to get too ahead. Uh, I think he either stays in Calgary and signs a long term with them for big money because he's good and he's an amazing player. Or he walks and he goes to Philly. 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 Philadelphia. Jack Farris calling it now. If he doesn't sign a calorie, he's going to Philadelphia. And we'll come back to that in the offseason. And if that does
0: happen, I'll I'll make sure I, I mention this audio clip right now. On May twenty third, when it's let's say July second, right? Because yeah. July first is the and not everybody agrees the terms the day of and whatnot. Right, yeah. July first, but we'll 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 dive back into that, Jack. Okay. We'll you know we'll dive back into that. Um, three guys I want to mention, and it's very obvious: is <laughs> Land Landeskog, and Rantanen. Rantanen's healthy, right? Not being silly.
1: No, I think he is healthy, yeah. He I is. I think he is. So,
0: yeah. like... Colorado fans, don't yell at us if he's... Don't, don't yell at us. I'm pretty sure but, he is, though. you know, those are three guys to watch. And listen, oh, no shit, Rick. It's the top line and this and that, but... If you're going to watch guys other than McCarr, those are the three guys you want to watch. That's all I'm going to say. I know I mentioned Codric before, but those are the fucking three guys. Um, Tara Vinen, Tony Date, Nita Ryder, Trocek.
1: Mm-hmm. I like those picks.
0: I mean, listen, you could argue and say, okay, it's the top six. Good job, Rick. You looked them up. You know what I mean? But no, listen, but it's all about who's stepping up. That's what I'm saying. I'm yep. saying top six on their part needs to step up. Yeah. And this is just, yeah, this is just, you
1: know, and, and like I said, our fan, our listeners or fans, whoever, you know, you, you may be thinking, oh, why aren't they picking this guy? Hey, shout it out to us. We yeah, might be Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you run through your list already?
0: I have one more guy to right. mention back on the Calgary Flames. is Matt, Tuch- Matt Kachuk.
1: Yep. Okay, I like that. That's
0: it. That's right. it. Enough said. We all know why. Yep. We all know why. Gamer. Yep. We all know why. Yep. Go ahead, Jack.
1: All right. Jack Farris, players to watch. Tampa, for me, it's Ross the boss, Colton, who I've called, you know, yeah. from the start, I've said how good he is. You did. Anthony Sorelli. I like it. who's been just under the radar. He flies under the radar, under Stamp and Points, scores goals, kills penalties, face offs, you name it. He's gonna be a difference maker. He already has been, but I think he's gonna continuously be. Um for the Rangers, I think it's gonna be Andrew Cop. I think, you know, you're gonna like I said, you need Kreider and, and uh Zabanajad and those guys to really step up, but I think Cop was an acquisition that they went out and made and they you know they paid a decent price for him. And he's a playoff player, big centerman. He's on a contract year, so he's looking for an extension. I think. True. He's gonna be a guy to watch. I think he, if anyone's gonna step up, I could see Cop really stepping up. Uh, Carolina, Tony D'Angelo. I think he's a, he's a, you know, he plays with that fire, especially in the playoffs. I think if you anyone's gonna step up and score a big goal or something, I think it could go either way for him. I think you know you can kind of get him off his game if you piss him off a little bit, but also. He plays with uh, he plays with some you know with some edge, and he's a good player. So, you know if if the Rangers take a dumb penalty, I can see him being the guy that scores the big put you know power play goal or gets a good you know nice assist or right. You know and he's a tough kid too, so he can play with some edge. Uh, I also got Jordan Stoll because he's got experience. He's played a ton of playoff. games. I like games. that pick. I a ton like of playoff that. games. He he wins faceoffs. He can score of the greasy goals. So I do think Jordan Stoll is a guy to watch for Carolina. Uh, Colorado, I got Gabe Landis Scott. Like I said, right. He plays with McKinnon. Absolutely, he's the captain. He had knee surgery. He had time to rest. He's looked great. I think he's going to be the guy that gets in front of the net, scores those greasy fucking goals and deflections, and scores that goal that you need, like that game. That six clutch winning six goal. Went went up. goal. He's goal. He yeah, is clutch goal. Scott's that guy. That's what I think. St. Louis, I got uh, two three guys. I got Pavel Buchnevich, because I, I'm a little biased. Cause I'm a, you know I'm a Ranger <laughs> fan, so I like him, and he's had such a good year. I could see him scoring a big goal. Brandon Saad, because he's got so much playoff experience. You know
0: what? Hold on real quick. I don't mean to cut you off. Brandon
1: Saad's a guy I completely forgot about. Yeah. he's on St. He was on Colorado, and before that he was in Chicago. Chicago, yeah. He yeah. won a cup with yeah. Chicago. Yeah. yeah, sure he did. He yep. played with Tays and all those guys. Jesus. Um, but he's got a lot of playoff experience. He, sure he's does. the type of guy... He, He's the type of guy that would win. You know the game seven O T goal. Sod wins it. You know yep. he's the type of guy that does that. Absolutely so that's right. why I got him down. Colton Perico I got too because he's a huge right hand shot D-man. That's what you need in the playoffs. He's gonna hit. He's gonna block shots. He's gonna. It's got a, a slap shot. Play. Yep. We um, all know that. No secret. There's no doubt that he's he's probably gonna be a difference maker if color if St. Louis. I mean, is able to get past Colorado. Colorado. Um, Edmonton. I don't think I'm breaking fucking news here by saying McDavid. Right. I got yeah. McDavid. I mean, listen.
0: You you could argue with Kane also yeah. because he's on. I think I think they put him up on that line. I now. mean, yeah, and you could even say it's, you could even
1: say Mike Smith because if he stands I, on his head. You know
0: what? You're right. No, Jack. You're right. And I I was so high on Mike Smith earlier. I, I actually want to do a live add on to my list right now is Mike Smith. Um, yeah. I got to give credit, man.
1: I mean, I said it earlier. You gotta keep credit. You gotta keep credit. Right. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, uh, for Calgary, I got Kachuk, Markstrom, and Cali Yarnkrook because I do think that I was like an act- a smart little acquisition they made. Kills penalties. He could score some goals. He's a solid little player. Um, so those are my three guys. I like Matthew Kachuk a lot, and it, it, he's proven game in game out that you know if anyone's gonna step up and score the big goal, it's gonna be him. Plays physical. Scores goals. Does everything. Um, he's a leader. So he's definitely the player to watch for me. Um, I would like to see the you know more of the the bottom guys kind of step it up as well. But if I got to pick anyone, it's Kachok, Markstrom's gonna have to stand on his head against McDavid, and uh, you know guys like croak are gonna have to backtrack against McDavid and try to slow him down a bit and yeah, see if good they lock. can do that. We'll say that's uh, that that those are my players to watch right off the top of my head. But
0: yeah, listen. Um, I think I think it's uh, I think those are great. I think that list is better than mine. Honestly, I think mine was a little bit too obvious. But uh, we'll let the fans decide. It's all good. Um, listen, folks. This is gonna wrap up this episode. I believe this was episode six. Um, you know, follow us on all social medias. If we missed anybody that you wanted to talk about, let us know um you know we'll make note of it for to mention in the next episode as simple as that we we are we are interactive don't be shy to reach out and talk about it with us and whatnot um listen folks i'm looking forward to this maybe we'll do a little memorial day weekend episode i don't know maybe if it's a
1: washout i know it's no we'll be back at you i promise J- jack promised. promising now we'll we'll do another episode within, you know, by the end of this week to wrap up what's going on. You heard it, folks. I didn't pro- – Rick Adams did not promise a thing because
0: might be busy Friday.
1: But uh, listen – I got to drag Rick Adams out of the bar or wherever he
0: is, I'll do it. I might be here at the puck house doing something. But yep. listen, Um, listen, folks, we'll figure it out. We're going to get back on schedule. We took a week off because there was just so much good hockey to, to soak in. Yeah, for the fans here that
1: that are listening in yep. and tuning in. A lot of so, good hockey. I had a wedding. I got I got the pen affecting me. So yeah. you know we got a lot going on, but yeah, we like to, uh, we, like to we like to get a couple uh, Miller Lights or uh, you know a little Cabernet in, in us and get the the hockey talk going. Hell yeah, and man! We We're, even had a game last night. So yeah, oh yeah, well, in person game there. But listen, um,
0: Rick Adams and Jack Farris are gonna bet a... Ch- chow down on some fucking porterhouses. We really appreciate everybody who tuned in. Give everybody them Rick's who- picks
1: real quick if they want to throw a little money on tomorrow night games.
0: Rick's picks tomorrow's night. All right, listen, folks. I'm not. You know, you could say it's luck because I've been fucking striking out. But I said to a group chat, Carolina New York, I Calvin, said, Edmonton. I said, listen, bet all the home games on Sunday, and guess what? All the fucking home games won. Now, I was being a little bitch, I wanted to bet the hundred bucks on it. Would have won like a grand. I think it was actually seven eighty. But you know, I did the fifty and then use the other fifty to hedge the bets if they don't win. You know, I did that degenerate shit. So Risky Rick did peck. Oh man. I'm sorry folks. Tampa just fucking went up. Oh my goodness, I'm so upset. Fuck that. See, I Jack hate Ferris. that. I hate Tampa, Says they'd yeah, get it yeah. back. Yeah. Oh, man. Is it cold back, though? They're all looking. What the fuck? <laughs> Wait, they all... <laughs> I guess after the third time, folks, they had to... Oh, Pat Maroon the goon. You gotta... It's that depth. 30. You know what? I actually forgot to mention it. Four we cops. Go... if he wins again. Listen. Listen, I forgot to mention it. On my... Because uh, I, I kind of rode the Jack Ferris wave on my, on my players to watch. I forgot to mention Tampa depth. And here comes
1: Maroon yeah. with a big goal, man. Pat Maroon. Um, fucking it. Four fucking, he's, he's gonna run at it. He's gonna have to put rings on his fucking toast if he keeps <laughs> winning cups. I'll tell you that. That's great. <laughs> um, listen, folks, I, I don't know.
0: Listen, I, I, I struck big last night, but um, I wouldn't say big, but pretty good, better than nothing. Listen, we got who do we got tomorrow? We got Rangers, Carolina, and Hamilton. Listen, I got the Rangers and Oilers again. I got the Rangers and Oilers again. I'm okay. sorry, folks. Listen. Listen to me right now, because hopefully my dedicated listeners will listen to this on Tuesday. I want you guys to put fucking 50 bucks on the New York Rangers and the Edmonton Oilers. All okay. right?
1: And listen, Risky Rex going to do it. So... if I'm Jack not... Ferris is putting money. I... Obviously, my Rangers. I can't vote against... I can't bet against my Rangers, obviously. So I got Rangers-Calgary. I... You know, I... Edmonton is so, you know... Dave Drayson are so good, but I just have a feeling Calgary gets it done and ties the series.
0: I'm picking the home games, folks. Home games matter. Home games are so important. Look at Tampa right now. That's all I'm gonna say. Look at Tampa. Um, Florida shit the bed. I think it's over. I think Tampa wins this game one nothing. I doubt this goes to overtime. And I'm gonna end it on that note because I'm getting fucking hungry. What do you think,
1: Jack? Yep, I think a steak and a little a uh, little more beer, maybe a little broccoli, a little something-something yeah. on the side. I think uh, it's time for that, yeah. We, we've been, uh, a lot of hockey research gets you hungry, right? So, oh, yeah. Fellas, ladies, and gentlemen, thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys. Follow us on all the platforms, and, uh, you know, like I said, make sure you're listening to us on your commute or while you're laying down hungover or while you're <laughs> at work, whatever you're doing, you know, you know yeah. you're on your run. You're taking the jog. You got us in the AirPods, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever. Make sure nice. you're listening to us, and uh, we appreciate you seriously. We really do appreciate all our listeners, no matter who you are. So, uh, Rick and Jack are gonna be signing out. We'll be back at you guys end of this week to wrap up what's going on. We'll see if Tampa closes this out and you know sweeps Florida. And uh, if they do, I'm sure we we'll have plenty of other stuff to talk about with the other series going on. So back at you guys at the end of the week and uh, enjoy your week guys and thanks for listening once again Jack Farris signing out that's Jack Farris signing out folks it's always a pleasure
0: this is Rick Adams signing out take care of yourselves goodbye